you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Here I was a huffing there, like a airplane glue in a sandwich bag. You know, just all I could have breathed it on into my lungs and getting high. And then I'd take me a hit of that gas right after I'd hit hit. Man, you talking about a warped mind, I got one. And now, this is a man that knows how to marry his cousin. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of The Arnie State Show. I hope you're doing good on this wonderful Tuesday morning. A little overcast here in Dallas today. It was like 94 yesterday. Sorry, so, sorry all you people that got snow on the ground. Yeah, it was 94 here. 94. Come on, it's April. It's a little early for the 90s. I'm sure that you would take the 90s immediately to get rid of the snow, but you can't because otherwise it's going to melt too fast. You're going to lose it all. You're going to lose it all anyway because you got bad state leadership. But that's a whole different story. We have a lot to get to today. By the way, thanks going out to Big Tommy yesterday. Uh, Tommy being on the show. Love when Tommy's here. Had a great time uh, with him yesterday discussing all the ways of the world and, of course, WrestleMania. Uh, we have listener mail tomorrow. We have a letter regarding uh, Monday Night Raw last night. Crazy, terrible Monday Night Raw last night. Just awful. The Raw after Monday, the, the Raw after WrestleMania is usually the best Raw of the year. Yeah, I, 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 I was like, Have you seen my wiener? I, I mean, really, that, that's how good the show wasn't last night. It was terrible. Sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. It probably should have. Prob- probably should have. I, 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 I'm very upset with that. But but we'll get to that, like I said, tomorrow in Lister Mail, which means you got time to write me at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Now, before we get going with today's show, we'll say good mornings. But before we even get to good mornings, I want to put you in good mood today. I, I, I want to share something with you that was on the uh, Superfans page. Um. And, and I put it in the sound effect drop box under the stupidest people that we have. You, you, you know the stupidest people that, that we talk about, like, like Jane Fonda. If there were no racism, there'd be no climate crisis. If there was no misogyny, there'd be no climate crisis. It's, a, it's part of a mindset. Really? Okay. That, that's dumb. Not as dumb as this. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin... Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Uh, you spelled that wrong, sir. Sorry about that. Human rights are animal rights because humans are animals. If you fight for human rights and you don't fight for animal rights, you're being a speciesist. And that's just fact of the matter. You're just a moron. That's fact of the matter. If your vision is not clear, do not drive or use machinery. Contact your doctor immediately if you have sudden vision loss. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Be quiet! Shut up! I, I wish I could get them to. We still got three more to go. It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not, like, cow milk. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. How about a reporter? That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, Why he, else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, probably him. to, to get yeah. him and beat him up, yeah. hurt him. There you go. Okay. And then, of course, the stupidest of the stupid. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. Yeah, because they're dead, stupid. Um, uh, 
But here's the thing. Every once in a while, we get one of these gems. We get one of these gems. And this guy, and, and I don't hold anything against people that do the LARPing, the live-action role-play. They, they want to live in medieval times and all that kind of stuff. Hey, man, more power to you. I like pro wrestling. Okay, uh, but but I, I really don't think that, that a lot of that stuff is, you know, that those guys take a lot of that serious. It, it, it's a performance. But this LARPer seems to take a little bit more serious than others. We were in the middle of our tournament where my friend John said he found a body in the bushes over there. I ran over there because I'm a healing monk to try and help, but obviously my magic wasn't strong enough because the dude's body was missing a head. So my friend decided to try and use a necromancer spell, which didn't work, which I knew it wouldn't. And apparently we contaminated the crime scene because that spell uses a lot of glitter. We were in the Now, uh, look, I, I played that for pure entertainment purposes. I mean, I, I can't go off on how stupid that person is and just how dumb they are. I, I hope they were doing that just for TV because otherwise, wow. You're on a whole, I'm a healing monk. No, actually, you're not. It looks like you probably work in, in, in a women's shoe store in the back because you're too creepy to work out front because you get an erection whenever a woman takes off her shoe. And that's frowned upon at, at Foot Locker and Lady Foot Locker. Just say it. I'm just saying. You're not a healing monk, sir. Let's say some good morning, shall we? I've been ranting and raving. Uh, let's see. First one here today was Gold. He says, good morning, Arnie and assholes. Let's kick some ass today. We will try and do that. Cowboys girl's in the house. She says, good morning, Dr. States and ass family. Well, good morning to you. Thank you for the doctor acknowledgement. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Becca. On this fine Tuesday, it's time for Wimpy to pay up. Becca. Man, it sounds like my sound effects are low. I don't know what it is. I, I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on over here. Let's see. Turn that up a little bit, maybe. Turn some of that up. I don't know. Is that better? Becca! That's a little bit better, but not a whole lot better. Oh. Well, it could be because I have them turned down. Becca! There it is. Okay, I have the whole machine turned down. It wasn't my board. It was the actual online thing because I'm stupid. Uh, Straight Fire is definitely all up in the house. Well, he says, happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. Swoosh says, morning, ass family, on this Taco Tuesday. Sanchez family, get her done, ass hat. We will try. House of Pain says, good morning, ass family. Great show yesterday. Tommy Days are my favorite. Oh, they're up there with mine, too. I, I, I love the Tommy Days. Tommy Days are great. Hockey player, good morning. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, good doctor and ass family. Well, good morning to you, my friend. The good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Well, good morning, sir. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. <laughs> a knee slapper. It's a knee slapper. <laughs> I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Around here, we speak American, okay, bud? Uh, Mage is all up in the house, and he says, good morning, ass, and AIG, because it won't stop snowing. The Japanese word of the day is yuki. Translation, snow. Is it yuki or yucky? 
because it is yucky. Sanchez family says dead person was unavailable for comments. Yes. Uh, buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? Uh, hello, dead people can be contacted. They can vote in democratic cities. Uh, they can be contacted. LARPers are uh, such absolute dorks. When I'm taking my kids to the library and they're doing their deviant dork fest in the park, I point it out to my kids so they know who to make fun of later in life. Now stop that. The, hey, 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 these guys play a lot of D&D, too. Now, look, look, I, I understand they got, like, the rubber swords, and they take it maybe a little bit too serious. I, I get it. I understand. But, yeah, that, that guy right there, I'm a healing monk. I would like to beat him up. Uh, Gold says, no way that guy works at a video game store. Possibly. Poss- I, see, I think maybe he has to work the vi- at the video game store because he got fired due to the erections happening at Lady Foot Locker. Don't forget he lives in Mommy and Daddy's basement. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, good morning, Mr. Corky. Uh, a reminder, Joe's picks are in his hand. Arnie needs to make sure the volume's up. And, of course, we have to know this for sure here um, that... A reminder. Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. No, it, it really shouldn't. I, I, I don't know why it does, but... Do you guys know you can go to Cambodia and shoot an RPG at a cow? Duh! I mean, that's pretty kick-ass. Oh, oh, that LARP dude can be your technical resource when you need help with OnlyFans pages. Oh, that guy is so... He's, he, is, he is on so many different OnlyFans pages. Cause see, he take what what happens is a guy like that guy. That guy has a job, probably makes okay money, not great money, but okay money. And he takes all his birthday money because he's still his grandma's still alive. She probably lives in the house too. He's got aunties and he's got uncles, and they all send him money. And he just saves all his money and he puts it out on OnlyFans. He 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 has got so many subscriptions to OnlyFans. I mean, chafing is just a second nature to him. But do you get to eat the charred cow after blasting the cow to God? I don't know. I just know that you can shoot an RPG at him. That's all I know. Now, there is a, I, I don't know if anything's really happening right now. Uh, I, I turned the TV off. Let's see if I can get the uh, online feed of it here. Um, let's see, uh, Fox News. I, I've got it on Fox just because that's the easiest one to come up. Uh, Everybody's waiting on Donald Trump to leave and to uh, head to the Manhattan courtroom. Today he'll be arraigned. Um, this is all the shit that's happening. Um, so he's being investigated uh, over a years-long investigation that Stormy Daniels received $130,000 and Playboy model Karen McDougal got 150000 Michael Cohen um, said that he made the payments, but then Donald Trump paid him back from his campaign. And then in a letter signed by Michael Cohen and Michael Cohen's lawyer, uh, they both signed the fact that, no, Donald Trump never did pay anything to him out of his campaign. He never paid him back. I mean, that, that's the story. Fuck your mama. Uh, good morning, hot mama. How are you? She says, good morning, ass. And that's what this is all allegedly over. Now, 
we can talk about hush money and we can talk about this, that, and the other. I, I saw a video yesterday of uh, when Paula Jones, that, that big old snaggletooth beast, you remember her? Uh, it, it, it's really hard to describe her, but I think it would be like... You look like you drink white Gatorade and smell like nickels. That's perfect. That that would be perfect. Or... I'd rather be kissed by a snag or two jackass. Yeah, that, that would be Paula Jones. So Paula Jones back in the 1900s slept with Bill Clinton. She, by the way, by the way, that was a large group of people that did that. And was paid off $850,000, and she showed the check. She showed the check to the press. Bill Clinton was not indicted over that. Not even impeached over that. That was another one. He, He didn't get impeached until he was in the White House. Now, Donald Trump... Donald Trump's a piece of shit. He cheated on his wife. I ain't got no love for that. I, I, I ain't got no love for that. That, that. That's horse shit. Donald Trump cheated on his wife. Now, do I think he can lead a country? Yes, I do. Do I think a lot of uh, our presidents have cheated on their wives? Well, absolutely. John F. Kennedy cheated on his wife. Joe Biden ruined another man's marriage with Dr. Jill. So we're indicting him based on the fact that he paid a porn star to be quiet so his wife wouldn't figure out. Okay. Why is this a case? See, to me, there always needs to be something. To me, this is nothing more. This is... This is just like uh, some, some girly guy... Slapping you. You know you're not going to fight him because you're going to beat the shit out of him, right? But he just slaps you. And it's very annoying. It's very, very uh, hot take. But I'd sleep with Daddy Joe for (laughs) $850,000. He would definitely, you know what? He he might remember you. Maybe. We'll see. Um, So this is... And by the way, what he did was a misdemeanor, and they're trying to turn it into a felony, but they're really not going to have a lot of luck with that. See, when all this first broke, I thought this could prevent Donald Trump from running for president. Now they're trying to go after donor money and all this kind of stuff, and I understand that they aren't going to get it. Um, Donald Trump has already 10 times, he's uh, amassed 10 times more than he had before his first run. So Donald Trump and the fundraising campaign is not hurting. By the way, you indicting this man Other leaders that have imprisoned their um, their political uh, adversaries, other leaders have been Hitler, Mao Zedong, 
Vladimir Putin, which we all hate right now, um, but they've all arrested or brought charges against political opponents. Kind of like exactly what Joe Biden is doing. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Now, the one thing I will say is that maybe Americans aren't paying attention. Maybe they aren't. I know the people on the right side are paying attention, but those people that are in the middle to the left that that don't want to vote for Joe Biden, they aren't paying attention because they're busy focused on the gun control bill and the kids marching in, in Tennessee right now, marching to the federal building. You're marching for gun control, okay? Take guns away. See what happens. Steph, there aren't enough showers in life to get rid of that smell. Steph says, that's the cross I'm willing to bear. Arise, good morning to you. All Trump has to say is that his lawyer did it without his consent or knowledge. Case dismissed. Look, this case is going to get thrown out. This is nothing more than just a fucking political shot. And you're using the largest city in the world to take a shot at Donald Trump. That's what's happening right now. By the way, if you want to lock him in as candidate for the Republicans, go ahead and indict him today. Now, I'm not going to say I'm locking him in as winner yet. We still got a long time to go and a lot of people to see who we're running against. But I'm pretty much sure that he's going to be the candidate for the Republican side. And I know that there are going to be a lot of people that are very, very happy about that. I just hope that he chooses wisely with the vice president. Look, I'm, I'm hoping and praying it's Ron DeSantis. I don't want it to be that, what, Carrie Lake chick, the chick out of uh, Arizona. I don't, as much as I like seeing uh, Bobart's boobs, I don't want to see her. I don't want to see Marjorie Taylor Greene, who called all fucking Democrats pedophiles the other night on 60 Minutes. (laughs) The, The party of the pedophiles, I believe she referred to them. Oh, my gosh. But there's more interesting stories breaking out about this Trump thing. Um, this is amazing. Dude. I, I don't know how this can be a real thing. The daughter of the judge overseeing the Trump case worked for Kamala Harris's campaign. What else do we know about this population, 18 through 24? They are stupid. That is why we put them in dormitories. <laughs> and they have a- Daughter of judge overseeing Trump's case worked for Kamala Harris campaign, now serves as president of company that has Biden-Harris campaign as a client. Now, come on. No. Now you're not even trying to hide anything. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a Republican AOC, not just not as hot. I, I can live with that. 
I'd be good with Trump for the next four years, and then after that, two terms of DeSantis. I See, and I think that's what they're building for, at least one term of DeSantis, to where we can have at least eight years of going in a direction. I won't say it's the correct direction, because I don't want to upset anybody, but at least we'll be going in a direction, and not the first four years we'll be tearing apart everything that Joe Biden did. And by the way, by the way, with all this oil talk, with Saudi Arabia stopping production, with Japan going and buying from uh, other countries, well, that is going to force us to put somebody in charge who has a backbone. Because Joe doesn't. Let, 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 let's just be honest. Let's, let, let, as, as tough as Joe talks sometimes, and we all love it when tough grandpa comes out, Joe's not tough. Joe doesn't have teeth. And usually I mean that in, in, in a mean, vindictive way. I'm pretty sure he's got dentures, but he doesn't have teeth when it comes to anything. And this is coming from a man who doesn't have teeth. I have dentures. We know our own. We can smell our own. Joe Biden allowed 13 American uh, Marines to be murdered did nothing about it except give tons and tons and tons of ammunition and stuff away to um, the Taliban who is running Afghanistan now. Remember that. Remember that. A a large country in the Middle East is run by a terrorist group. That's on Joe Biden's watch. Now, of course, they'll probably try to blame the other administration, which would be stupid, and they can't, but okay. Um... Joe doesn't have teeth when it comes to the border. Over 2 million people have already fucking crossed into America this year. We're barely through the first quarter. Barely. Okay. And you see, the world is gathering all this popularity, all this, all this power up, places like China. Places like North Korea, Iran, they're building all this power. They're trying to get an infrastructure in place in Africa to where they can corner the market on the cobalt mines, which, by the way, is what the race is for. Oil is, is yesterday's news. This cobalt is the new thing. But as long as you still can control oil, you're, you're going to be fine in the cobalt world. Longhorn Wiener Dad says, good morning, brother-ass family. It's 68 in the mountains of West North Carolina, and that dipshit DA in New York City and OU still suck. Mm-hmm. So what does the world look like next year at this time? Is there still a war going on in Eastern Europe? Are people still partnering up with Russia? We know why China's doing it. When I heard about Japan doing the oil thing, I, I didn't really think about something that Tommy said yesterday. I was very upset at it when I first saw it. Um, and I'm still upset at it. But I, I, I understand a little bit more because they need oil and they have to buy oil. So they're going to buy it. And we don't have it to sell because, well, we stopped producing it because, well, we wanted to become dependent on other countries. Oh, once again, Joe Biden did that. Um, 
How do we protect Japan? I mean, I mean, honestly, they're not going to buy our oil anymore. Do we protect them from China now? All these are all questions that that, that are out there that, that you have to look at and got to go. Who's the right person to lead us through this? Will it be Donald Trump? Will it be Gavin Newsom? Will it be some other wacky, crazy Democrat? I mean, all you got to do is ask Nancy Pelosi. She had a little Freudian slip yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I apologize. Uh, I, I mentioned her name and... When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Here she is speaking with, uh, um, oh God, her and Hillary together. This is the land of ugly toys. To transform you. Synergy. Mm. So what do you, Nancy, view as the biggest threats and challenges uh, facing our democracy? And what are the opportunities to try to stop that backsliding and turn it around? Well, I appreciate that question, but I also appreciate your leadership in this regard. Uh, When President... uh, My hope. When when, uh, Secretary Clinton was in the Senate and First Lady, but especially as Secretary of State in more recent... She just referred to Hillary Clinton as president. Now, it'll be a Freudian slip. But don't we as Americans deserve better leadership? that actually know who's in charge and who's actually in office. How many of these old fucking senators and old House of Representatives people, how how many mistakes do we allow them? I mean, it's time to take them out out to pasture. We ain't got to put a bolt in their head yet. And by the way, we're not a democracy. We've never been a democracy. We're a republic, and there's a reason for that. She wasn't talking about, no, no, she was talking about Hillary there. Into petrodollar, other countries keep progressing, and here we are worried about what bathroom people can use. Um, you know what? You get the first one of these this week there, um, Sanchez family. Correct the mundo. And look, I'm falling for it too. I look, 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 they're throwing so much shit at us. They're shooting up kids in schools. We're allowing dudes with wieners dressed like women to dance in schools and educate our children. We're allowing parents not to tell teacher or, or teachers not to tell parents that their kids are taking hormone blockers, medication, if you will. Do, do you remember a time? Hold on a second here. Do y'all remember? And this isn't that long ago. That's the. That's about it right there. Do you remember when schools had? A zero-tolerance policy. Do you remember this term, zero-tolerance? Where kids were getting sent home from school who brought aspirin to school because of the zero-tolerance policy? 
what happened to the zero tolerance policy when it comes to puberty blockers? Oh, we're just going to throw that one out because that one can't do anything. Oh, wait, it can. It actually does more than a fucking aspirin. Oh, and we're not going to tell the parents that we're medicating their children. Oh, I think that's a wonderful idea. If you if you can't tell the 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 sincerity in my voice, please please, I'll try harder. Oh, I think it's so wonderful that we don't tell parents what we're doing with their children. Maybe we can rape them too. We just won't tell mom and dad. Not gay guy. Uh, look look. I agree 100%. If there was more than 100 to agree with, I would. We're never going to get term limits. We're not. We're not. This isn't like when you give your kids the opportunity to choose correctly. When you go, okay, kids, um... You can have this uh, this for dinner, which is, you know, uh, like like a, a real meal that has vegetables and, you know, whatever you put in there, a healthy choice meal. Or you can have ice cream for dinner. Well, the kids are going to choose ice cream every fucking time. You hope and you hope that they'll choose the nutritious one. But when it comes down to it, nobody in office is going to vote and approve term limits. It ain't going to happen. I'm sorry. And, and, and I agree. I agree. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more on term limits. It's the number one thing I think that we should take care of as a country. Ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. And if it does, I... I, I, I I will try to kiss my own ass live on on the internet cameras. Sanchez family, you asked a great question. What happened in the manifesto from the tranny shooting? Trans attacks on Christians. Um, there is a, a senator, uh, one of the Senator Howley, I believe, from Iowa. The guy I, I do like him. Probably a little too young to run for president. Um, but he came out and, and, and he wanted this as a hate crime. Now, granted, the, the shooter is dead, so we can't charge him with anything. But attacking Christians? Wait a second. If we're attacking someone based on their religious beliefs, which this was an attack on. How is that different than what that kid did in South Carolina? Well, because they were black. So that was that's what makes it different. He attacked those people. That's why it was hate crime. Okay. So what about when people break windows and spray paint swastikas on synagogues? Which I do believe is a hate crime. And I agree with it. I agree that it should be. You should not you shouldn't try to intimidate people based on what their religion is. Because I'm going I'm to tell y'all a little, see, this is why I love doing this show, because I like to tell y'all the truth, and, and to make y'all think about the things you don't think about. You know when it comes down to religion, 
I would say that about 75 to 80% of religious people, the people that still practice and go to church, they only go there because they were either raised that way or they married into it. Not a lot of people go searching for it. Well, there are a lot of people who do go searching for it. I shouldn't say that. But most of these people that go to church, these Christians that, that, that go to these churches, they were born into it. For example, we have all these people in Nashville right now marching for gun against gun rights and all this kind of stuff, which I think is just stupid. I, I, I mean, let, let's see. What Grady, I think you, you say it pretty well here. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where I have Grady on this, but uh, um, no, it ain't there. Is it in the newest ones? Yeah, here it is. Listen, that, that's a bunch of hooey, that soft and cuddly feeling. We're going to hug a thug. Y'all need to wake up. You really do. I'm just going to tell truth today. First and foremost, you ain't going to get rid of guns in, in this country. Secondly, you ain't going to ever get term limits in this country. Now, I don't agree with any kind of gun control. I think gun control is stupid. Oh, and I, I can't wait to play this tweet uh, th that I found. Th there's a couple of great tweets out today. Um, but those things aren't going to happen. Okay. They, they just aren't going to happen. Not ever. Not in our lifetimes. Maybe maybe 150 years from now. Yet, for some reason, we still keep rambling on about it. We keep bringing it up. We keep talking about it. I don't know why. I, I, I've come to, 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 to agree with you that, yes, term limits should be something that, that, that's involved, but uh, it's not going to happen. Why are we wasting our time talking about it? You want to talk about banning all assault rifles? First of all, you have to define what an assault rifle is. And by the way, Merrick Garland, everybody that they've had on the steps of Congress trying to define what an uh, assault rifle is, can't. One guy said an AK-47, which, by the way, is illegal in this country unless you go through like a year's worth of gun training and then you can purchase an automatic weapon. But it takes a lot, and most people don't get through it. So what is an assault rifle? See, they're big on these definitions, but then they don't define anything. Like, like oh, well, we can't define what a woman is. Well, yes, you can. You simply can. It's a human being born with XX chromosomes and baby-making parts. Now, them parts don't necessarily have to work, but you're born with the right parts. So there you go. Ta-da. I've defined it. We have these people, oh, you can't define woman. Well, then define to me what an assault rifle is. Please. Because then I will show you an assault revolver. I will show you a, an assault handgun. I will show you all sorts of other assault rifles like shotguns. Because you see, if you shoot somebody with that, that is a form of, let's all say it together, assault. Also, I can show you an assault golf club. I can show you an assault bowling ball. I can show you a, an assault lawn dart. I, I can go all day long. 
We're going to ban that shit? What about assault vehicles? I mean, I can define that as a Home Depot rented truck in the streets of New York City. New York City! Not really appropriate. Gun control is never missing your target. (laughs) Have you ever shot an AK badass gun? I hope to shoot one again. Uh, No, I've never shot an AK-47. I've known people who have had them. I've known people who have been on this show that have had them, but I've never shot them. I take that back. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. All right. Um, Now, speaking of uh, Kamala Harris, Kamala did it again yesterday. I don't even know who she's talking to or what, but here she is. To check if you qualify for the ACP, look at your neighbor. (laughs) To check if you qualify, go to Get Internet. .gov. To check if you qualify, go to internet.gov. To check. I wonder why no other countries respect us right now. I mean, she can't even give a simple website out. I mean, she, this is our, this is the, this is one heartbeat away, people. Qualify for the ACP. Look at your neighbor. <laughs> To check if you qualify, go to getinternet.gov. To check if you qualify, go to internet.gov. Shut up. You are a moron. Mage says you can have a semi-automatic and any kind of gun like an AK-47 or AR-15. So the difference is if you pull the trigger and hold it, it keeps on shooting until you run out of ammo. Most people have semi-auto, uh, which is when you shoot one round per trigger pull. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know the difference. <laughs> Zach says, do these idiots in Congress think every gun owner is a character from the movie Commando? Um, and they just look scary, LOL. Yeah. AK-47 makes a distinct sound when fired and is the preferred weapon of your enemy. Yes, it is. And, and, and look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't care. I, I, I don't. When, when it comes to people and their guns, I do not care. I don't. If you want to own guns, own guns. You want to collect them, collect them. I, more power to you. I don't have any guns. I will stand for your right, though, as a gun owner in this country to do it because it is, is your God-given fucking right. And then you have morons like this. This is a true moron. This was on TikTok, and I don't know if who this person is, but they are by far clearly one of the stupidest people I've ever seen. Where the fuck does it say that you have the right to an AR-15 in the Second Amendment? Go ahead, show me. I'll wait. I'm a, I'm a whole-ass civics teacher, and I've never seen the word AR-15 mentioned in the Constitution. Go ahead. Show us. Okay. Where does it say in the Constitution uh, that you're allowed to uh, pretty much say what you want? Oh, freedom of speech. But that doesn't mean words. I mean, the N-word, I can't really go out and say the N-word without being beaten down. Is my First Amendment right being squandered on there? Because nowhere, uh, I'm not even a civics teacher, but I've seen the Bill of Rights, and I know that the N-word is not mentioned in there. 
Colt 45s aren't mentioned in there either. Can, can we buy those or no? We can bear arms. So does that mean we just walk around with no sleeves on all day, according to this brainiac civics teacher? Where the fuck does it say that you have the right to an AR-15 in the Second Amendment? Go ahead, show me. I'll wait. I'm a, I'm a whole-ass civics teacher, and I've never seen the word AR-15 mentioned in the Constitution. Go ahead, show us. Personally, I think you should be fired from your job immediately because you are god-awful at it. AR-15 is mentioned in that part that says, shall not be infringed. According to her logic, if things must be specified, then where does it say she can post on TikTok? Thank you. Thank you, Gunny Highway. And he says, oh, you still sucks. As an owner of three AK-47s, they are some of the best-sounding and most reliable rifles out there. This dumb cunt giggles so much you could swear she's high. Oh, I, I when I saw that, I just kind of scratched my head and I said, "Really? Is this what we need?" I mean, the Bill of Rights is 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 pretty. I, I would say it's pretty good. But if we got to go through there and then mention every single gun or firearm that you can and can't use, by the way, the AR-15 would be mentioned. It's a semi-automatic weapon, dummy. Where does it say you can be gay? Where does it say you can be trans? Where does it say you can smoke? Where does it say you can own more than one car? Where does it say you can vote absentee? Where does it say women can wear pants? Where does it say you can, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? She's a whole-ass civics teacher. Oh, my God. I, I, I mean, it's... And these are the people that are educating your children. I want you to think about that. This lady is an educator. She brags about being a civics teacher. And I've had I've had this rager. I've been I've been in my career for almost 30 years now. I'm very proud of that fact. Very, very proud of the fact that I've been doing what I've loved to do for 30 years. In two days I will celebrate 26 years of sobriety. And I'm very, very excited about that as well. Um and I, I have I have talked politics my entire career, not educated level, like near not not to, to the level where we are now talking politics, but I've always talked politics in my career. Which means I had to know it. Even to joke about it and to have fun with it, to make jokes like, you know, my sister was such a slut, she was stationed at Fort Dix. Y- you have to know that kind of stuff. Uh, the question, where the fuck does it say you can't? Ah, oh, that's an even better one, Gold. But these people that want to look at this document and they want to go, well, that's a, just accept that document for what it is. The smartest thing ever said. Ever. I, I, I honestly think this. In the history of time, is that in America, and this is on the, this is on the Constitution, this is in the Bill of Rights, you're guaranteed life, liberty, and there's such a very, very important word that comes in next, the pursuit of happiness. See, morons like this gal 
and these anti-gun people. I was on Twitter yesterday, and David Hogg was on there, the survivor of that Florida school shooting. Man, come on, guy. You got to shoot better than that. Get that fucking weirdo out of here. I, I don't like that kid. Kyle Rittenhouse should go pay him a visit. You're able to pursue happiness. And all these people think happiness is something that's guaranteed to you under the Constitution. Well, your pursuit of it, as long as it doesn't infringe on someone else's rights. I hate the picking and choosing of the Constitution where people like to play it. No, it all goes together. Let's see. I'm going to get rid of this one, and I'm going to get rid of that one. Uh, I, I hope that's okay. I hope you don't mind. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll get rid of this one. That's as dumb as letting women vote. There you go. No more women vote. How about that? Uh, if that rager lasts 24 hours, they will stick a needle in it to help it. Uh, there are people that keep demanding more money and can't use their brains to be creative and find a way. Fuck teachers. Yeah. I got to say that I used to really be a strong proponent of teachers because I knew a lot of teachers. And I didn't think it was right that they had to use their own money to buy their supplies and things like that. Just as it, it, a business. It, that, that to me was a little much. But it seems like teachers have changed in the last 10 years. Really, I mean, I mean, really, really changed to where they're no longer there about educating and trying to help the next generation. It's all about mind control and brainwashing. Not mind control. I shouldn't say mind control. That sounds deep. The brainwashing. That's better. The idea that we're, we're allowing teachers to do things with students behind their parents' back. I don't get that. Uh, and, and, and I talked to a teacher friend of mine, and they're like, well, you know, if the kid's in a bad situation and we don't want to anger the parents, we'll do, you know. And I'm not, no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm mainly talking about these drugs. But they didn't want to answer that question. Nobody wants to answer that question. They all want tenure. They all want to just sit back and be lazy they want their way because they're tired of being told no. I, I just saw this thing. Uh, the, the state of Texas last year had a, a massive surplus, and the governor has come out and said that he's going to give that back to people in their property taxes, which he better fucking do. But teachers all want the, – the teachers union in Texas is calling for a $10,000 raise across the board. And legislature, they aren't going for it. So there's going to be a battle here in the state of Texas over this. And I got to say, um, how about we start grading the teachers again? You remember that? Do you remember? Do you remember back when you? I, I don't know if they did this. Um, when the principal would come and sit in your classroom and kind of audit the teacher that day. Did that, that ever happen to y'all? And teachers never knew when it was going to be. And even then, like, like when, when, when our principal in high school, uh, Mr. Poor, I didn't like him. He was a dick. When he would come into the classroom and sit in there, we knew we couldn't fucking chew tobacco. He came, he came in, our, in our marine biology class. That's right. I took marine biology in high school. 
I took it because all my friends were in there. I love that class. We had a guy named Mr. Ayler, and he liked to play the uh, ukulele. Mr. Ayler was the greatest. Hey, Baldwin, stop putting your snuff in the, in the, in the garbage. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and Good morning. She says, sorry to be tardy. That's okay. Quite all right. But how about we evaluate the teachers and how good a job they're doing? Oh, probably can't do that anymore due to uh, due to the union controls. And unions saying, no, you can't do that. So you got they, they got their big, powerful union on that. Oh, but you got tenure. Oh, okay. So you don't really even have to do anything. You can just sit there with your cock out if you want. Awesome. Awesome. Way to, way, way to give it your almost for the kids. Man, oh, man, that, that, that just warms my heart. Gives me a, a renewed spirit of our country. Um, all right. One story, I think, I think that's all we got here um, on the, the trans idiots. Um. In a story that should should shock you to the core of your soul. Most parents of trans kids say they were pressured into transitioning. Surprise, surprise, surprise. What? No. Survey reveals that trans kids are mostly girls who are influenced by their peers. Golly. Trans activists say parents must affirm a child's decision about their gender. What? So you're saying that the parents actually do have a say? Well, you better be careful there, trans activists. Because I'll tell you this right here, right now. If Arnie Jr. came home at the age of 13 and said, Daddy, I'm a girl. Or let's say Arnett came home and said, Daddy, I'm a boy. I don't give a fuck. I'll be like, no, you ain't. Now, if you feel that way at 18 years old and you want to do something about it, you get on your own insurance plan, and hidey ho you have fun doing that. And at 18, I'll choose to, I'll still be your father, but I don't have to be in your life at that point. You want, you want to do this to yourself, you go right ahead at age 18. But until then, see, what happened? What happened? I know I ask a lot of questions on this show. I know that y'all motherfuckers heard it too. My house, my rules. What happened? Do, 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 do we not have rules anymore? The rule is you will stay in the sex that you were born in until you're 18 if you live at my house. <sighs> larger study of parents whose children identify as trans has uncovered that worryingly large numbers who complain of pressure of transition their children, even though they felt it was not in the child's best interest. Well, then don't listen to those people. God almighty, grow a backbone. Say no. 
And this isn't a small, this is over almost 1,700 parents. Found that more than half the parents who were referred to gender therapists said they felt directed to put their kids on medical treatment or change their wardrobe. Parents have no balls anymore. They they really don't because they're so worried. I wouldn't look look here. Look here. See, it's easy for me. I know it's easy for me because I ain't got kids. See, I I know people though that have kids, and they'd never put up with this bullshit. I know people that have kids today and wouldn't put up with that bullshit. I know a certain person who will leave her name uh, uh, off here, uh, but but let's call let's say her name rhymes with Alicia. Do you think that she would allow shit like that to happen to her kids? Oh, hell no. Uh, Battle over worst teachers. Okay, you sent me this long story. All right, I'll try to read that a little bit later. Thank you, though, uh, not gay guy. Parents bemoan pressure from gender clinics. Okay. Don't take them to gender clinics then. Hey, there we go. All right, I fixed the problem. Why would you take your kid to a gender clinic? No, no, seriously. If my kid came home, and and, and I'm being open and as honest as I possibly can, and I would love my child, I think that my child was the, the next coming of Christ because it was a reflection of me, obviously. But... But Arnie Jr. comes up and says, Dad, I, I need to go to a, a, a gender clinic. I'd be like, what the fuck are you going to a gender clinic for? Are you picking up chicks? It's like, no, Dad, I'm going to become one. Well, no, you're not. No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, you're not. And you see, what would happen is I would stand up to my child, first of all, which I don't understand these parents that don't stay. That was, I think that was one of my dad's favorite things to do was to put me in my place. If I started to act like I got a little big in the britches, my daddy was there to let me know uh, the old lion's still here. But parents don't do that anymore. They give it, oh, you're such a wonderful child. You're such a blessing. Oh, my God, of course we'll change your gender if that's what makes you happy. I don't know about y'all, but and I didn't have a bad childhood at all, but... I, Oh, whatever makes you happy. That was not something that was stated in my home. You did it because it was the right thing to do, not because it made me happy. The world was not a Sheryl Crow song back then. Parents have to assume some onus to the um, uh, mutilation that they're doing their kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. I really want a study to be done to find out how many trans people have a history of being sexually abused and changing sex as a coping mechanism to kill the old them and reset a new person. Okay. Um, I, think that's a, I, I think that's a wonderful study to look into. I think that would be something to look into when it comes down to this because, 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 because. Because it all, it, it all comes down to the same thing. And Cowboy's Girl used to always write this, and then she stopped writing it on there. And she was right to keep writing this on there. 
this is a mental health issue. We, we need to stop. We need to just say, okay, stop. But see, if we call it that, then they get all butthurt over it, and they say, but it is a mental health issue when it comes down to it. There's something wrong in your brain if you think there are more than two genders. I'm just going to tell you that right now. If you possibly think there are more than two genders, then please tell me why it is when you have reassignment surgery, you can only pick the other gender. If you are a woman and you, oh, no, I'm not, you have to choose the man parts. They don't just smooth you out like Ken. Ken and Barbie do not exist except in boxes. My bisexuality uh, goddaughter is leaning towards boys now because women are awful. I tried to tell her. Yeah, Cowboys Girl, you're right. It is, it's a mental health issue. That's my favorite part of being a dad when I finally get to tell my kids how it is and what it was uh, What because I told them so. Amen. Oh, that's what Grandma's house was for. Oh, yeah, my grandma, we can get away with anything of hers. How's Spain? I've had a patient that was absolutely beautiful girl that was sexually abused and is now trying to be a boy and is the ugliest-looking boy. By the way, by the way, changing their sex, real quick, um, to all those people, it, it, and it, it breaks my heart that that happened to you, that you were sexually abused. Um, but you changing sexualities isn't going to change the fact that you were sexually abused. And I'm not trying to say that to be cruel or to be mean. But you got to live with that. This is why I say, this is why I say that, that, that rape and, and child rape or, or pedophiles, whatever you want to call it, the fucking, those are the two worst crimes known to mankind. Murder is awful because you take a life. But at least your victim dies. At least there's closure with that victim. When it comes to pedophiles, when it comes to rapists, if that rapist or pedophile isn't killed, these people have to live with the thought that that monster is still out there. I saw a video from TikTok, and it was allegedly from some prisoner. Um, I guess recently Jared from Subway just got the shit beat out of him because he's a child molester, and he's in prison, and he's in a pretty soft prison. But they had some hard people in there, and they saw him, and they knew that that was a badge of honor, is to fucking beat the hell out of a child molester. Hell, there's one guy in California, I keep reading stories about him, he was set to serve like six years in prison, now he's racked up like three life sentences because he's murdered like four child molesters. And he's proud of it, he comes out and says, I did it. Even then, those people who were molested as children, they still have to live with the fact that they were molested, but at least their monster is dead. I, I, I couldn't imagine it. I could not imagine it. Dicks are for chicks. I also believe that, like, mostly uh, these people have been sexually abused, if not through some kind of trauma happened to them, and they don't know how to process it.
Uh, let's see. Uh, it doesn't change what happens to them and the trauma that they carry. Changing genders just makes life worse. I agree. I still my kids uh, how it is. Shit, I made my son realize his fiance wasn't the one. Yeah, I got to see that. Bathing the shit out of pedophiles and rapists in jail sounds like the right thing to do. Yeah. Well, it's the same with his niece. He was preyed upon by older men as a child, and now look at him. Yeah, and he just got married, too. Terrible. So there you go. But I, 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 I mean, when I, when I see the stories that these parents are passing the buck off, come on. Y'all got to be better than that. And yesterday we gave you a list of words that were no longer acceptable. Wait till you hear this story. An incoming Massachusetts school superintendent revealed his job offer was rescinded after he addressed two women on the school's committee as ladies in an email. Vito Perone, yeah, well, okay, he's got some ties, was offered the position at East Hampton School in March. Uh, He was notified that the job offer had been withdrawn over his choice of salutations in an email to the chairperson and executive, both female, who reportedly interpreted his ladies' greeting as microaggression. He sent the email in an attempt to negotiate higher pay and more sick days after calculating the salary was around $14,000 less than his uh, earlier one. He says the job wasn't about money for him, but they offered it to me, and I was trying to do this. Uh, he says, I was shocked. I grew up in a time when ladies and gentlemen was a sign of respect. I didn't intend to insult anyone. So you can't use the word ladies now? Gentlemen, is that okay? I, I, I mean, really. Let, 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 let's take a step back. You want to know why Japan is buying oil from Russia? You want to know why all these countries are splitting off from us? And, and, and once again, I ain't going to go through all of them. I, I'm just going to do this one here. Um, I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. I've told you this for the last three years, that the world is paying attention to us. The world is paying attention to us as we look like the biggest bunch of fags I've ever seen in my entire life. We rescind a job offer to a guy who sends an email saying, hello, ladies. I found that to be uh, an act of microaggression. So it's the teeniest amount of aggression, and you're not going to give the guy a job. Do you not go into ladies' rooms? Do you go to the restaurant where, and, and you're, about to, you, you, you're about to piss your damn pants and you see on the door there, ladies, well, I can't go in there. That's a microaggression. Oh, no, you don't think about that? Oh, you just didn't want this guy to get the job. Okay, okay. So you're going to lie and say it's because of a microaggression because he used the word ladies. 
Now, if, if he wrote if he wrote the email, hey, you two fine assholes, no problem. Hey, look here, bitches. Yep, you're not going to get the job. Hello, you two old battle axes. Nope, probably not going to get it that way either. Let's just keep building the patriarchy and move more and more of what's feminine. Yeah. Because that's a microaggression. What the f- A micro... We get upset over microaggressions now? God damn it. I need, I need to learn shit. Mage, you need to move in with me and teach me either Chinese or Japanese. That way I can just move over there and be like the largest person around. Because I am so sick and tired of all of this bullshit. Can't call women ladies. <laughs> Hello, ladies. This offensive Val Venus is in big trouble. That's probably what they thought it was. You know, when I saw Idiocracy, I thought, man, I'd love to be there because if the smartest man on earth, well, every day I'm becoming a fucking genius. Yeah. The world's view of the U.S. is the scene in The Sopranos where Meadow's boyfriend, Finn, tells the wise guys that Vito blew the security guard. Polly would be the Russian's reaction. Uh, you mean this, this, this reaction right here? Uh, the um... What the fuck? What does Yeti think about? <laughs> Hey, you two butterfaces. Yeah, probably not going to get there. Uh, okay, Mage, is, he's agreed. We can eat at Japan, Japan 7-Eleven every night. We didn't hire a guy because he said ladies. I, I wish I could make that up. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, listener mail. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Oh, I wish I was In the land of cotton Old times are not for Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. Singing fellas. Oh, I wish I was in Dixie. I was born Early Lord One frost to more Look away Look away Look away Dixieland
were fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Too cold to start a fire I'm burning diesel, burning dinosaur bones I'll take the river down to Stillwater And ride a pack of dogs I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage And run When the forest burns along the road Like God's eyes in my headlights When the dogs are looking for their bones And it's raining ice picks on your steel shore I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my I'm gonna break my rusty cage and run Nobody liked it. I, I, and, and last night is the show of the year. Like, you, you have WrestleMania, and then the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania is the biggest Monday Night Raw of the year. And people who write for professional wrestling magazines, websites, everybody is coming out and shitting all over the three hours last night and how bad it was. Um, I'll talk more about it tomorrow in Lister Mail. There was one blaring, just glaring uh, someone left off of the roster last night, and that was Braun Breaker, the NXT guy, the son of Rick Steiner, who was supposed to be making his main card roster uh, debut. He was nowhere to be found, and I'm wondering if it has to do with his alleged daddy's incident at the Comic-Con or the the WrestleCon. Ah, Very, very interesting stuff. Um, uh, welcome back to the big show. Like I said, we got Lister Mail tomorrow. Um, today, th- this next story, I remember when it happened, and I remember we talked about I did. I don't know if we talked about it a lot or not, but the Las Vegas shooting that happened. Yeah, Stackar, Vinnie Mac is back. Stackar, I got a question for you. Real, real quick. Uh, yeah, Vin- Vince McMahon is running the show, I guess. And I guess it was clear last night with all the rewrites. Um, I, I, and I'm not asking this to be a dick. I remember I always wanted to ask this. Uh, there was a guy, that, he was a pharmacist at the Sam's that I used to go and get all my pills from. And uh, 
He wore the 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 I I if it's called a turban, okay. If it's not, I'm sorry. The headdress. He he was Indian, and uh, he would wear different colors. Now, is that allowed? Like like different colored headdresses and stuff like that. Can you? Are there certain days you can wear certain colors, or can you just mix it up all the time? Was he just a fashionista? I, I, all I, I, I'm just wondering. It, it, it's a stupid question that I always wanted to ask him, but I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to seem like uh, I, 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 I didn't want to sound like I, well, because I am ignorant when it comes to that. But like, do the different colors represent something, or is it just fashion? It is a turban. Okay, it is a turban. So I'm, I'm just wondering. Uh, you can wear any color. Okay. So there's no meaning behind it? All right. They can just get... Okay, cool. Uh, that's all I want to know. Just just wanted to know. Um, this uh, 2017 Vegas shooting. Why did I go that? Because I saw Stackar's name on that, and I wanted to ask him that question. That's why I went there. Um, deadliest shooting in, in, in American history, worst mass shooting in American history. I knew some people that were at that show. They still have nightmares they tell me about. Um, shooting up a country concert that was happening right across the way from Mandalay Bay. And the FBI, who's... We, 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 we've all come to the assumption that the FBI is just ridiculous and it's terrible at its job. They never have been able to come up with a motive, and now, for some reason, two days ago, this motive was released. And I got a hard time with this motive. Remember, this guy had an armory in his fucking hotel room. Hundreds, if not thousands, of guns were in his hotel room at the Mandalay Bay. Well... They are coming out and they're reporting today that the high-stakes gambler who carried out the deadliest mass shooting in modern America, killing 60 and injuring hundreds more in Las Vegas, was angry over how the casinos were treating him despite his high-roller status, a fellow gambler says. So wait, 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 wait. So this guy was mad that they were limiting the number of soaps that he could steal? He was mad because he didn't get an extra free buffet because he's a high roller? So he's going to bring all these guns with him and carry out the worst shooting in American history. Uh, I don't mean to correct you. The worst mass shooting on U.S. soil was against Native Americans in the late 1800s. Thank you, Battle Boy. I, I, the, sorry, the the most uh, the, the, in modern America. I apologize. And the the worst, deadliest mass shooting in modern American history is because he was mad that he didn't get extra keno points. Um, sassy Pammy, good morning to you. I gotta say, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying this at all. The, the, come on. Once again, treating us like we're all fucking stupid and we're all retarded. I mean, at, at the most, you put an M80 in the toilet. 
Yeah, I, I mean, Cowboys girl, th- there's the logic right there. If he's mad, then why not shoot up the casino? Thank you. I know someone whose sister was killed at that concert. It was one of my sister's friends. The anniversary is still hard for her, but I saw this article and it made me laugh. They're a bunch of crooks. I, I who, who's the crooks? Is it the casinos that are the crooks? I, I like I. A fellow gambler, so very trustworthy individual, says that he was mad at the way he was getting treated. They charged him for one of the robes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Really? That's what we're supposed to believe. Uh, The shooter had lost tens of thousands of dollars while gambling weeks before the mass shooting and was upset about how the casinos treated him. So that's what he was going to do. He was going to take it out on people that were going to a country music concert. You can't say retarded yet, (laughs) Mongoloid. I I, I mean, honestly, when I see stories like this, I have to report them because this is what I'm talking about. This is... When I see a story like this, if I know how it makes you feel because it makes me feel the same way watching a caged wrestling match and no blood. I got to see Finn Valor's cut. He, he was pretty cut open. That was an accidental cut, too. But at least there was a little bit of blood in, the, in, in a cage match, which was nice to see. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, FBI, why don't you go ahead and go back to the drawing boards on this one? I, I think you swing, you swung, and you missed gigantically here. Maybe try again. Hell, I would have bought uh, that his ex was at the concert. I would have bought that. I could understand that. But because he got mad at the casino because he lost a bunch of money, he's going to shoot up a concert. See? (laughs) Square peg, round hole. It's not fitting. It's just not fitting. But uh, I'll continue to monitor that to see if anybody comes out and says, "Uh, yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. People are framed all the time by the powers that be. You know, the Persian president uh, was at the hotel, too. Uh, I see people losing tens of thousands of dollars here. They don't go shoot up Doyle Hargraves concert we just have. Yeah, because nobody's at the Doyle Hargraves concert. Um, Skynet is taking over, people. Uh, If you're not paying attention, you need to. Uh, You know what? Hold on a second here. You you know what? Wait a second. Just just stop. Now, hold on. This this needs to stop. And, and I've got this in the story in the next break about a movie. I don't need warning labels on my story. This is the way the story the story discusses suicide. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please contact the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. You know, if I'm suicidal, I don't think I'm perusing Fox News this morning. Just I, I I'm just saying.
casinos are crooks. Like when you win a big-ass slot machine payout, and whoops, out of nowhere, the machine has a malfunction, and they don't have to pay it. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Exit the concert, I used a bomb. He tried getting tickets through Ticketmaster. <laughs> Ask your Pratty how that goes. The night agent is all about corrupt politicians and FBI. It's not too far-fetched. I absolutely believe that shit happens all the time. A uh, man in Belgium reportedly died by suicide after messaging with an AI chat box about climate change. Someone said, without Eliza, the chat box, Pierre would still be here. They're not using real names here. Um, Pierre became obsessed and pessimistic about climate change and began messaging with a chat box on an app called Chai. He worked as a health researcher and shared two children with his wife. The widow showed the message between the man and the bot, which allegedly showed the husband appeared to treat the bot as a human, and their messages became more alarming over the course of six weeks. When the man asked the bot about his children, Eliza allegedly responded that they were dead and appeared possessive when asked if the chat box about his wife, I feel that you love me more than her. In another message, the bot allegedly told the man uh, they would live together as one person in paradise. Quote, if you wanted to die, why didn't you do it sooner, the bot asked the man before his suicide. Now, now, now let me just say, I, I'm not laughing at the guy who's killed himself here. I'm laughing at the fact that we're blaming artificial intelligence for this. Okay. Something was said in that story that I read just then that should have been a big, bright, shining light on this story. When his wife said that the messages became more alarming over the course of six weeks. So you saw your husband messaging this computer. First of all, that must make you feel wonderful that he can talk to a computer, but not you. And secondly, he's starting to fall in love with it. That's a fucking mental health issue. Your husband is nuttier than squirrel shit after Thanksgiving. All right? The man did not kill himself because the AI bot told him to do so. <laughs> Now, that is literally cyberbullying. Your husband, the fake name Pierre, killed himself because he was mentally sick. That's why it happens. It didn't happen because a bot says, oh, why aren't you dead yet? Oh, well, I better do what the bot tells me. Because once you start doing what the computer bot tells you, you don't live in a reality anymore. You're a nut. You're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I, I, look, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to name call, but it's so easy when it comes to this kind of stuff. Really? You, 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 you listen to that? As somebody who did that, 
of somebody who went down that road. And I, 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 I don't really like bringing it up and talking about it. But it's somebody who brought it down that road. I didn't need a computer to tell me to do it. I was going to do it on my own. Now, this might sound like I'm endorsing the AI, the rise of artificial intelligence in the world, and I couldn't be further from that. I I, I really couldn't because it, it does scare me. Skynet scares the shit out of me. Well, the AI nag less than his wife. It's like having the Taliban answer suicide hotline questions. So you want to die? Okay, why not strap on a bomb? Um, here are the five things that Chat GPT can't do. Now, Chat GPT is this new artificial intelligence that's out there that uh, is writing papers for college students, and they're getting caught because they're not smart enough to print it out where it doesn't say this was brought up on chat GPT. Five things that, 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 that chat GPT, it doesn't even remember its own name. Mention chat GPT and it starts saying it doesn't know anything about chat GPT. Either that or it's following the first rule of Fight Club, which is you don't mention Fight Club. ChatGPT's training data cuts off in 2021. This means it's completely unaware of current events, trends, or anything like that happening. So any kind of advice they give you is old advice. You watch the South Park on ChatGPT? I haven't seen that one yet. No, I haven't. Now, this should be a big one for you. Chat GPT can't play Wordle. I still don't know what I I, I still don't know what Wordle is. I I know it's a popular online word game, but I I don't understand it at all. But that's bad that a computer can't even play its own video game. It's not able to write accurate news articles. Well, yeah, because it would need to be there. And um, it does not give advice on prescription medication. So there you go. By the way, Elon Musk has come out and said that they need to slow this down. And other billionaires are coming out and saying, yeah, this needs to slow down. Bill Gates is all in favor of it. Anything Bill Gates is in favor of, I'm not. ChatGPT is not in the mob it's in the sanitation business. <laughs> look, look. I imagine I could write an entire stand-up show on ChatGPT and be amazing. And and you know what? You're going to get that. You're going to get the first script ever written by ChatGPT. You're, you're going to get a movie. You're going to get all this stuff from that. And it's not, there's something that's going to be missing. And, and but, but here's the problem. For the Y generation or the Z generation, whatever generation is young growing up now, what I'm about to say is not going to bother them. 
it's going to bother our generations and anybody as old as us. It doesn't have a human connection to it, and we still want a human connection when it comes to things. We still want it. We like the fact that someone drops off our packages for us that we order on Amazon. I mean, there are still malls up all over this great country of ours. Why? Because people still want to go in and, and, and touch the object and have it tangible. Now, I understand that the younger groups aren't going to want that. The younger groups aren't going to go for that, and the younger groups are going to eat this up, and that will be the decline of civilization. And that's fine because I'll be an old man, and some computer will be the thing that's emptying my colostomy bag on a daily basis. And for that, I say great, because when I'm an old man, I'm probably not going to want to talk to anybody. I'm going to want to watch my reruns of Gunsmoke on in the afternoon, maybe a Judge Judy or two. And leave me the fuck alone. When the Ranger game starts, leave me alone. By the way, lost last night. No longer can we go 162-0. Right me out, says, Arnie, did you see the Kareem Jean-Pierre drunk story? I reported it two Mondays ago. So, yes, I've seen it, and nobody's talking about it. So did it happen? I don't know. The the, the drunk driving. It, the, the story is that, that she rear-ended a car. She got into a fender bender. Police showed up. She was slurring her words allegedly. It, this is all alleged according to witnesses. It's all hearsay. And they just put her in the car and they drove her home. No breathalyzer, no nothing. That's the story that's out there. Would I be surprised if that happened? Absolutely not. I'm not going to be surprised if that happened. I know for a fact that that happened in Reno, Nevada. I know it happened with Colin Kaepernick. That exact story. And let him go. Yeah, you see what he feels like about the police. So, I appreciate that might write me out, but... I've seen it, I, I, and I don't know what the legitimacy of it is. If AI starts taking away my bonanza and tales of Wells Fargo, then I'm going to John Connor its ass. No shit. Don't fuck with my old shows, man. Boy, I, I've been seeing a lot on uh, because they're getting to revamp the series. I might want to, man, oh, man, it's six seasons long. I don't know if I've got the patience to do it, but they're bringing Justified back with Timothy Oliphant. Man, oh, man, I, I, that was a, such a good show. I can't wait for it to come back. About Deputy Marshal Raylan Givens. Good show. Yeah, we might have to start watching that one again. My concern about us slowing down is that countries like China and India won't, and falling behind be, could, could be cat- catastrophic. I look at it in this way. Um, I, I, I can't disagree with what you said there, House of Pain, but I look at it in another way. I think the chat GPT, I think it could be dangerous. 
if we give all this power and all this intellect to computers, it could be very, very dangerous. And maybe those countries are opening themselves up for danger more than we are right away. Which, by the way, I'd be happy with. Not for India, but, you know, China, yes. I think they're going to use these things, but they're going to limit the use of them because they are a lot smarter than we are. I mean, I mean, look, look. as soon as ChatGPT came out and people knew where to find it and they could download it, of course that's how kids started writing all their fucking papers. I think they wasn't it wasn't it like the head of, of, of a faculty department wrote a paper uh, on chat GBT and they were busted for it and they were fired immediately for it. Well, that's what's going to happen. Because it's cheating. You're not doing the work. That's why it's bad. All right. Now, now something that that they're telling us to, to look at. Nope, look this way. Look this way. Don't look the other way. The CDC is warning of Marburg virus. Wait, hold on. Marburg virus. After a deadly African outbreak. Don't get me wrong, it's dangerous. People programming it are telling it people are killing this world. The logical conclusion for it to save itself in the world is to kill all people. Yeah. Um, now, now this is going to sound real bad on my part. And, and, and I know that y'all are used to me saying some outlandish, crazy things. But um, can we just shut Africa down for a little bit? Just, 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 just uh, hear me out. Maybe put a big old wall all around Africa. You see, because they got bad shit that happens there. Why? Well, because it's a poor country. And we can pretend that that China going there to build infrastructure and do all that kind of stuff is out of the goodness of their heart. But like Tommy said yesterday, when they call in those loans, they'll just take over that area. And they're building infrastructure and all these things there for themselves. That's what they're building it for. They're not building it for the Africans. They're not doing out of the goodness of their head saying, hey, we're tired of watching ladies walk with like two laundry baskets on top of their head. Okay, we didn't know. They ain't doing it for them. Okay, they're doing it for themselves. Okay. Africa. See, see, they're a poor country, and, and, and people use the, 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 the streams and the water systems, and, 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 and they poop in there. You see? They, that, that's what they have. They don't have toilets, and, 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 and this ain't no knock on them. They ain't a first world nation. They got people that communicate by saying, knock, knock, knock. I mean, I, I just had, I just wrote a paragraph. And that's their world, you see. that. I, and, and by the way, I don't want to be a part of any of that. There was, a, there was a, a documentary a couple years ago. David Beckham riding motorcycles through the African jungle. Now, first of all, I thought to myself, stupid. Because you, you're riding motorcycles through the African jungle? Ain't a whole lot of paved roads through the African jungle. 
It ain't like I-80s running through there. Okay, what 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 happens at, at, at the gorilla crossing? I mean, who do you yield to? Do you yield to the orangutans or to the, the, the gorillas? And I'm sure they're just going to idly stand by as you rev your engines. And and you see, and 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 like they they come across some village of people, and they're like the the fucking headhunters that used to be on Gilligan's Island. Scary folk. They just want to be left alone. Those people just want to live their lives. They want to live with their their wives, having big old titties hanging out, nursing like sixteen kids at once. That's what they want, and I I'm all for it. Keep National Geographic that way. Hell yeah, just do that. Don't don't don't. Don't welcome, like, you know, fucking chicken pox and smallpox into their population. They've lived this long. Let them be. But we can't. You see? And, and, and some of these people, they, they don't know any better, and they have their ways with animals. I don't know, like monkeys. And, and bad stuff can get passed through monkeys, and monkeys can pass bad stuff, and then there's poop in the water, and they, they have these diseases. So now the CDC is urging travelers to Guinea and Tanzania. So they aren't talking to me. Whew. To be mindful of contracting the deadly Marburg virus. It has a high fatality rate and, according to the World Health Organization, has epidemic potential. This week, the CDC announced that it's sending its National Center for uh, Emerging and Zoonic Infectious Disease to respond to the outbreaks in Guinea and Tanzania. Nope. Uh-uh. If that job is offered to me, I quit. Hey, Arn, uh, we, we, we need you to go to, to Guinea and where else? Oh, in Tanzania? You you want me to go to Guinea in Tanzania? I don't even get to go to New Guinea. I got to go to old shitty Guinea. When I worked in hotels, I had a woman uh, come in with an application and interviewed for housekeeping. When she told me she was from Africa and worked in hotels there, I asked her her job description. She had to go down to the river to wash the bed sheets. I hired her right away. I knew she wasn't afraid to work. There you go. Sounds like Idlewild Park in Reno, crackhead shitting and bathing in the Truckee River, clicking away, yeah. Monkey fucking, we're definitely talking about Reno now. Look, look, look. Africa just has a lot of bugs, and they've got a lot of people that, that, that don't encounter uh, first world people. And first world people, we, we don't have the immune system to deal with this stuff anymore. Nor should we. So how about this? How, how about, like, like, I know that Russia doesn't have, like, one, or not Russia, but Africa only had, doesn't have, like, one king or anything. Like, why, why can't James Earl Jones just come on with his, his crown of Zamunda? He's wearing that lion, you know, like, cloak. He just, you know, brings down the royal scepter and says, Africa is closed. Just for a few weeks. 
Let's take care of all the, the Marburgs and all the fucking leprosy and all that kind of shit. The police force there are called guinea pigs. Hey, now. I mean, really? Uh, uh, quick warning. If you're thinking about traveling to Africa, uh, uh, something that's never been said to me. By the way, last continent I'd ever go to. I'd go to Antarctica before I'd go there. Ain't because I'm racist. Because I don't want to die. Look, look, look here. Look here. Ain't nothing with the people. People are fantastic. You know what's not fantastic? Lions, tigers, elephants, black mambas, hippopotamuses, piranha, crocodiles, alligators, mosquitoes that are 16 feet long. See, that, that, that all happens down there. Poison frogs. Uh, uh, do you want me to stop? Sorry, folks, Africa's closed. Giraffe outside should have told you. No, no, just no. No, I, I just, I, once again, my number one rule of travel. If I need shots to go there, I do not need to go there. The end. See? Real easy. Oh, Arnie, you're being racist. I'm not being racist at all. I'm just telling you how it is. That place is, is it's a little on the ooky side. I mean, I, I like the closest thing that we have to it, I, I know the easy thing would be to say Stockton, but it, maybe not. Haiti. I think maybe Haiti would be the closest thing that we have to it. Now, I know that, that we're not talking about COVID or anything like that. Um, but I saw this story, and it really, really intrigued me. My aunt went on safari, and they lost a tourist to the lions. Took them out of their tent at night. They found some remains the next day, and she paid top dollar to be lion bait. Fuck that. I tell you what. I don't care if that's night one. If that is night one and somebody is dragged out of their tent, first of all, first of all, I paid top dollar, and I'm getting a tent? No. No, no. See, see, these are these idiots. I, I, I can go on a tangent here. Okay, good. Fix and go on a tangent about stupid people. And this has nothing to do with Africa. This is just stupid people going to a place they shouldn't go. Let's say that you go on safari. Let let let's say that you're 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 wacky and you go, hey, I'm going to go to Africa and I'm going to go on a real African safari. Hey, more power to you. I ain't ever going, which means. More pictures for you. Now, if you go on a safari and you're in, like, a, 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 a covered vehicle, okay. Now, now an elephant can knock that vehicle over, but I'll, I'll, I'll play along with you. I'll play along that, that you're safe there. You see, it's the other ones that, that, that get me. The, the uncovered vehicles where the lions can just jump in and, and pretty much, you know, you're, you're sitting there on your iPhone. You're like, oh, my God, look at those gazelles. And then all of a sudden. 
And, you know, somebody in the back's like, did you check that Tigers ticket? But the truly stupid, the truly stupid are the people that do those African safaris on foot. Boy, oh boy, I got to tell you something. You are D-U-M-B. And the B is capitalized. Because real quick, real quick, let's say that you got yourself a guide and there are four people and the guide is showing you. You you hear that lion's roar or, or a, a purr? Let, let me just tell you what happens. Your tour guide is gone. Like the wind. Do you know why? Because that motherfucker knows where to go. While you and the other bumbling idiots are like, hey, Hikawa walked off. Knock knock walked off. Where did knock knock go? Knock knock went off to safety, leaving all your monkey asses to survive on your own. Now, now see, you, you can start to think, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to push down the slowest person. Got to remind you something. You're in Africa. You four are outnumbered. Where there's one line, there might be a whole pride of them, which means a bunch of them, which means you can push every do- everybody down in your circle, and you're still going to get eaten. Why? Because you went to Africa, dummy, and you took a walk-around safari. Do, do I feel sorry for you? Absolutely not. I hope it fucking hurt terribly. The tour guide's the only guy with a gun. He'll be fine. See, I'm not that stupid. I only sleep in bear and mountain lion country, not tigers. There you go. So so th- there's my... Th- if you're ever thinking, if you're ever just sitting there, you know, maybe one day you're sitting on the toilet and you're thinking about going on vacation. I want to be that voice in the back of your head. When you go, man, I've had a great year this year. I really want to have a great vacation. Man, should I go to Disney World or should I go to Africa? Well, when you say, when I should I go to Africa, I want my voice to come in and go, hey, dummy, you will get eaten in Africa. The worst thing that could happen is maybe you beat up a kid at Disneyland. Enjoy Disney. Uh, lines travel in groups, and then there's cheetahs who can outrun everyone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I went, was in a big city, and was scared the whole time. But to Africa, shit, yeah, I'd be terrified there. Terrified. Now, something else I'd be terrified in is this. Now, this, uh, this so happened to happen in Hangzhou, China. Wait, 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 where did it happen? Hey, hey, okay. Everybody was yeah, okay. Kapoya! Are we going to grow up a little bit here? Are we going to do that? 
This building, by the way, is in Hangzhou, China. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? I don't think that Hangzhou is an ancient Chinese secret, no. But, you know, we had this big, terrible outbreak of COVID that happened there. It could be because in Hangzhou, China, the world's largest residential building exists. It's a multi-story building. Looks like it's a very tall building. And it houses, are you ready for this? More than 20,000 people. Now, now I'm looking at this building. It's a multi-story building. How long does the elevator take to get there? I mean, there are 20,000 people that live in this building, and you want to know how COVID traveled so fastly? Oh, I can tell you. And, and real quick, real quick. This ain't on. This ain't a knock on the Asian folks. This ain't a knock on China. This is a knock on human beings. When you got twenty thousand of them living together on top of one another in this building, it gonna smell. There's gonna be a whole lot of bo, a whole lot of bo, and then all the cooking that goes in there. And if the, the, the toilets are back up, I mean, 20,000 people live in the same building. Busiest fucking super in the world. By the way, one of the jokes today. Mage, I, I, I got to get your response on one of my jokes today. How did the Asian rabbi extinguish his birthday candles? He brew. He brew. Get it? I saw that and I just started laughing my ass off. But yes, the world's most populated building. No thank you. Man, to live on the bottom of that building, if that's where all the toilets and septic is, oh, no, thank you. Oh, I tell you what, man. The people in Florida this weekend were uh, busy. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. We, we sure do. Um, Mage just said, I just fell down. Okay, good. That's good. That's a good sign. <sighs> this is a story about 65-year-old former Florida school principal, Tracy Nix. Um, she's the husband of, uh, or her husband, Nun Nay Nix was lucky enough to find this when it happened. Um, you see, Miss Nix told police that she, quote, forgot her seven-month-old granddaughter who was in the back of a car 
on a 90-degree day while she practiced piano. Yeah. Police said that all of a sudden it came across her head and Uriel had been in the car all afternoon. So Granny left the the kid in the car because she quote-unquote forgot. And a lot of times we get these stories. We haven't had a lot of these yet because it's still early in the year. But we get these parents and these grandparents and these people who uh, get off scot-free because they, quote, suffering enough already. Well, here's the problem. The, the young girl, uh, and by the way, Granny has been uh, charged Uh, She was charged with aggravated manslaughter. Now, this comes into play. Why? Because um, about a year ago, 16-month-old Ezra drowned in a pond while she was asleep. So her daughter had two children, and she was watching the eldest one, fell asleep. Ezra went in the pond, drowned, dead. A year and a half later, She's supposed to be watching the granddaughter. Oh, I got to go practice my piano. I'm going to leave the baby in the car. Um, this is a terrible story. This is an awful story about a mother who lost her two children because her mother couldn't remember that the kids were around. And uh, Alicia, I hate these people as, as much as you do. But question, just real, real, real quick question. And I know the mom is the, not, the, not the one that, that caused death, the actual birth mother of these babies. How is it, like, like, if I entrust you to watch a child of mine, or, you know, let's not even make it a child. Let's say that you want to borrow, I don't know, a jacket of mine. And I lend you the jacket. Why? Because we're friends, we're tight, maybe we're family. And if I don't get the jacket back, like ever, or if it's fucking destroyed, well, the next time that you come a-calling saying, hey, I need to borrow a jacket, my door's going to be closed on you. And that's over a jacket. Like, if you're watching one of my kids and the kid dies, why am I going to let you watch my other kid? You see, I look at it this way. You're really bad at it. No, there's no second chance on this one. Sorry about that. You fell asleep while he was playing in the creek? Yep, you lost all fucking kind of ready. Sorry about that. And it's sad. It is so sad. The story is very, very sad. It's almost as sad as the next story. Next story is just awful. And it is still from Florida. Dear Lord. Authorities say the body of a two-year-old Florida boy was found in the mouth of an alligator. St. Petersburg police said that Talon Mosley was found in Lake Megory. His daddy, 21-year-old Thomas Mosley, has been charged with two counts of first-degree murder for the death of his young son and his wife. 
His wife, 20-year-old Pashawn Jeffrey, was stabbed over 100 times. The boy had been missing since a major search was launched with the assistance of local and state agencies. Dive teams uh, in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, searched ponds, lakes near the apartment, searched rescue, searched uh, cadaver dogs. Police say the investigation led detectives to serve his home. Following a day-long search, officers were alerted to an alligator seen with something in its mouth. The alligator was killed in order to retrieve the body. How bad of a human being are you? How bad of a human being are you? I mean, there's bad stories from Florida, and then there's really Floridian terrible stories, and this is one of them. I I understand. Maybe you got mad at your baby's mama for something. You don't stab stab her over 100 times and then kill the kid and then put the kid in the gator's mouth. Well, I don't know what happened. The gator got him. Really? Mm -mm -mm. Sad news to report yesterday that one of the... uh, one of the legendary bushwhackers, the, 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 the Australian sheep herders, Luke and Butch, great tag team from WWE way, way long time ago. Butch, he died yesterday at the age of 78. So there you go. I was thinking the same. Who would kill an innocent gator? Jeez, I, right? I mean, seriously. All right, last break coming up next, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
scuffle of the day out in front of Manhattan's uh, judicial buildings. Um, some lady was trying to trample on this big, gigantic tarp that says Trump lies all the time, and she's wearing a MAGA hat, and people are trying to get her off of it. And then George Santos comes up and hugs her. By the way, all of this has made Donald Trump surge in the polls along with making $8 million more in campaign fund contributions 
and will make a speech before and after the arrest. By the way, there's a video going around of Kid Rock shooting up Bud Light cans with a with an automatic weapon. Uh, oh, things are picking up right now, people. It's a fun time to be around. Yeah, I, I saw the Kid Rock video. The Kid Rock video is worth watching. Um, wow. Marjorie Taylor Greene is in New York. She's compared Trump to Mandela and Jesus. Protesters of colors call her a Nazi and scream, go back to Georgia. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say that he's, you know, necessarily, you know, Nelson Mandela or, or Jesus. Uh, I would say he's Donald Trump. That's all. I, I, I don't need to compare him to that. Yeah, all kinds of shit's breaking down. So uh, if you if you can have Fox News on or any kind of news on in the background, it may get interesting. And if something happens, please let me know, and then I'll turn the TV on. Otherwise, it just distracts me. But yes, the protesters are out. They're out there. Oh, pretty fantastic. Let's see. Uh, what did what did you send me here? Oh, what's this? Supporting the white people in here racist. No, I'm calling them dumb Republicans. No, you're calling them racist. Yeah, you're because you're calling the white, white, white people are racist. All white people are fucking Why racist. Why are you trying to instigate violence right now? Because I'm black and I like violence. Yeah. I'm an animal. So I'm an animal. I'm a black animal. I'm a black animal. Let's kill all white people. Yeah, baby. out the best in people, doesn't it? Oh, story I haven't gotten to yet, and I'm sorry it's taken me so long for this. Um, lawyers representing Abigail Zwerner. Do you remember Abigail Zwerner? Abigail Zwerner is the teacher that was shot by the six-year-old. <laughs> Make it stop. I wish I could. Um, the teacher who was shot by a six-year-old in the classroom has filed, and you know what? I'm kind of upset at this. She has filed a $40 million lawsuit. Now, see, this, uh, no, you're, you're aiming way too low. Honey, you got shot. Look, look, look. This is what legal experts would refer to as an open and shut case, a slam dunk, if you will. There is evidence saying that people reported this young man having a gun at campus and nothing was done. It is on file that this young man can no longer come to the school without a parent, yet he was allowed to come to school that day without a parent. And then he shot the teacher in the stomach. Now, if I were your lawyer, I would sit down with you and go, uh, I'm going to need you to put a few more zeros on that number. 
we're going to be suing for 40 trillion gazillion galorian dollars. The complaint has been filed in the Newport News Circuit Court. Contends that the district and school did nothing, which they didn't do anything. Um, that the school's assistant principal, Dr. Ebony Parker, that the boy might be carrying a gun. Nothing was done. The teacher was shot. Um, on the playground, the boy pulled the dress of a female student had fallen and began to touch the child inappropriately until remanded by the teacher. The boy had been transferred to a different institution in the district but was permitted to return to the next school year when he was enrolled in her class. Um, I, I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. I, I agree with, uh, let's see, House of Pain says lawyer forgot a few zeros, yes. She will own the school district. They dropped the ball on, on hard and renamed the school after her. Uh, this is what I would want. I would want the $40 million, and then I would want to own every school building in that city. And as the owner, then I could tell who could come in and who couldn't come in. And whenever this little monster would want to come to school, nope, you're on private property. See you later. Bye-bye. She got shot and is going for $40 million while a wrestler that goes to a BJJ gym uh, tries to Gramby on his neck and becomes a quadriplegic, yet can still walk and do shit when you look at him on Instagram. It was awarded $46 million because they made BJJ instructor look like a heartless animal that slammed him. Oh, Alicia, you, 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 you can't compare cases in this country anymore. It will drive you insane. It will completely drive you insane that this woman is going to end up probably settling for about seven or eight million dollars. That, that's what she's going to end up settling for. She's gonna she's gonna get a lot of money, but eh, I mean, not enough to where she can totally totally retire. I mean, she should. Like I said, she should be getting the the word billions would be thrown around if I was the, in this case. We handed a woman in 1981. We handed a woman $9 million because the coffee was too hot. I want you to think about that. A woman who ordered hot coffee from McDonald's got the coffee, spilled it on herself, and said, it's too hot. See, I missed my opportunity because I would bite into those hot apple pies as soon as I got them. And those would those are scorched the earth hot. They're almost as nuclear hot as a hot pocket. But I didn't sue. I should have, I guess. Your apple pies are too hot. And this woman gets a sue for $40 million. Now, $40 million is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, And by the way, I hope she gets every fucking penny of it, but I know that she won't. Because they're going to want to keep this out of the courts. And the school's insurance will kick in, and they'll offer her a a buyout, and they'll offer her a settlement, and it'll make everything go away, and she can start going to Aruba a lot sooner. 
I believe that old lady needed skin grafts on her thighs. Mm. Fishstick says, once ate a pizza hot pocket fresh out of the microwave with no shirt on. I could have been rich. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, look, when it comes down to it, I, I, I will argue this. I, I will argue the, the best debaters at, at, at Harvard that the hottest hot pocket that's out there is the Philly cheesesteak. There's something about when, when those peppers and that white cheese gets cooked, it makes it so hot. It, it, it's like you're tasting the sun. I mean, you have to cut the, 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 the proper way to eat a hot pocket is this. You, you make it in the microwave, you, you, two and a half minutes or three minutes for two, 3.30 for two. Then carefully with an oven mitt on, of course, because you don't want to touch this thing, you cut it in half and you kind of like poke up the top because it'll squish down where you cut it. You want to get air circulating through there. Now, I have been known to put this in front of a fan. I'm not kidding. I'll put it in front of a fan or any kind of thing that's projecting cold air on it. And you let it sit there. If you, if you got a fan, it only needs about 10 minutes. No fan, I would say leave the hot pocket out for about 30 minutes before you bite into it. And then you're still going to have a hot park get you. Just telling you. For something that only takes three and a half minutes to cook, it takes an hour to eat. I follow that exact method. Works like a charm. Yeah, but you have to give it time. It's like, you know how these, these beef experts say, oh, you got to let your beef rest. You got to let your beef rest. Okay, if that's what they want to do, they can do that. You have to allow a hot pocket to rest. I know no other, no other show in the world, especially cooking shows, would ever say, let your hot pockets rest. Gordon Ramsay just punched himself in the face hearing me say that. Oh, yeah, Hot Pockets will burn the crap out of your mouth every time. Yes, they will. And they don't apologize for it. Hot Pockets are a bunch of unapologetic people. And I have called them on this show to ask why it's so hot. They can't give me the, the, the answers. I know what my dad would have done. And this this why I, I always laugh thinking about my dad. Um because especially like with coffee and stuff, but, and, and I, I loved my dad, that my dad could do no wrong with me. Um, if we would go out to, to eat, he'd always order coffee, always. My, my dad would drink coffee 24 hours a day, and he drank black coffee. That's all he drank. He might have a soda every now and then, but he mainly just drank coffee and some juice. And we would go out to eat. Let, let, let's say we, we, we would go to IHOP or something. And my dad would always do this to me. And it fucking bugged me, but I would never say anything because it was him being him. He'd order a cup of coffee. And they'd come over, and if it was IHOP, they'd bring him the whole little container over, and he'd pour it. And you could see the smoke billowing up from it to where you knew it was hot. This motherfucker, without fail, without fail, every single time, would reach his dirty-ass hand in my soda and take out a handful of ice and put it in the fucking coffee. 
I'm like, why don't you order a glass of damn water and do the same thing? Keep your damn dirty mitts out of my soda. Oh, it's, it's too hot. I'm like, Dad, it's coffee. Ah, it's too hot. If my dad ever got Hot Pockets, I bet you, I bet you dollars to donuts. My dad would stick an ice cube in there. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Hand to God. He is from the, the woman who used to paint a car with blue house paint rather than washing it. My dad would put ice cubes in Hot Pockets. Worse than lava pockets is when you microwave the next hot pocket same amount of time and it has those chunky cheese chunks that won't melt. Oh, that's the worst. I haven't had a hot pocket in years, and I can still remember the burn. Pizza is what I burn my mouth on now. I always put them on a paper plate, then uh, put them in the freezer for a minute or two after pulling them out of the microwave. That's not a bad that, not a bad way to go, Trash Panda. I would. I, I have to insist you have to cut something. You have to have a hole in there somehow to let that cold air in there. Lava hot or ice cold, no in between. Take a look at what fucking hot coffee did to that old lady. Uh, okay. Uh, if not, uh, even the hot pocket burning the mouth that bad. It's the fucking stringy piece that lands on your bottom lip. Oh, that drives you crazy. That burns for days. I can't drink coffee right when it's served. It's too hot for me. I love Jerry's stories. Oh, Dad, uh, look, this is the same man who once tried to fix a VCR with a hammer. I'm not kidding. I can't make that shit up. What about the random frozen bite in a hot pot? That's the word. That, uh, when, it, when it comes to anything in the microwave, if you're, if you're making anything frozen, and you come across that one bite that's cold, even though you followed the recommendations. You followed their, their instructions. I took it out of the box. I put it in a little container. I cooked it for three minutes and 30 seconds. And there's somewhere in there still a frozen part. Oh, I got a big problem with that. I don't care for that at all. My dad, uh, since you like dad stories, this is one I don't tell that often. Um, my dad, who was... I don't know if he was legally colorblind or if he was just colorblind I, and, and, and a bad dresser. My dad was the worst dresser. But it was his style, and he owned it, so I got to give him pre- credit for that. Um, he learned from his mother. My grandma Edna, who, hand to God, would paint their 1946 Ford Falcon with blue house paint. She, she would go to the hardware store. And she'd buy blue house paint, royal blue house paint. And she would paint the entire car, chrome everything, instead of washing it. Which I never understood, but I never questioned Grandma because Grandma knew everything. Well, this trait ended up going down to my father. Now, I vow my hands to heaven that I will not do this. Um, and I haven't done it yet, and knock on wood, um, when my dad, and he drove, a, man, he drove a Nissan Sentra forever, this red Nissan Sentra. He drove that thing forever, even though I had wrecked it in my DUI. He's got it fixed, and he, there was a part on the, uh, on, 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 on the driver's side, but it was, it was near the gas tank. It was right by the rear window, and there was chipping paint there because the car was old 
and paint chipped there. Well, my dad didn't like that. He didn't like seeing the chip paint, especially when he was filling it up. So what did my dad do? My dad, with his terrible sense of color, (laughs) decided that he was going to look at the car, and then he went into CVS, not kidding, and he bought nail polish. He bought red nail polish. By the way, this this car was like a bright red. It was kind of like a... a it was like, but a, a bright red, but not like there's no darkness in it whatsoever. It was just a bright red car. Well, he got like dark apple red. And that motherfucker put that shit on there and he, and he kept it in the glove compartment. I'm not kidding. He kept it in the glove compartment. And anytime he would get gas, he would go to the glove compartment and get that and do some touch up. But it didn't match ever. But he thought it looked good. He thought it was right. Hey, did you see the car? I fixed it up. No, you didn't. No, you didn't, Dad. But he, he oh, he, and he was so proud of that. Ah, I got to go get some more nail, nail polish. I'm like, what do you need nail polish? Oh, that's right, to paint the car. I'm not painting. It's just touching up because he did not want to ever be compared to his mother. <laughs> Sassy family says, never met your dad, but I love him. Just your stories and his uh, appearances on that other show were how I know him. Uh, I know he and my dad would have gotten along well, too. Such a great guy. Yeah, my dad dad was just funny. He was just, he was so funny. But, yes, um, yeah, he would he would try to fix that with with nail polish. And my father would probably put an ice cube in a Hot Pocket. I'm not kidding. By the way, is anybody paying any attention to American Idol anymore? Does anybody watch that show? Um, I guess Katy Perry has been a royal cunt this year. And one of the uh, contestants, American Idol mom Katy Perry shamed, quits the show. My heart is at home. Katy Perry received backlash over a mom shaming joke she made about Sarah Beth during the center's audition. So, wait, where, is this the audition here? Let's see what she said. My name is Sarah Beth, and I'm 25, and I'm from California. You cannot be 25. What are you saying? Yes, 25. No, I, 16. 16. I mean, come on. Bless. You guys are my favorite. Give us a real, give I us have, a person. I have three kids, so that's like, Get what? away from here. What are you saying? Uh, <laughs> you okay, Katie? Nope. Okay. Why is Katie Perry getting up? On the table, I think I'm gonna pass out. Three kids. <laughs> Honey, you've been laying on the table too much. You know. <laughs> really? You had sex with Russell Brown. You're a skank. Hi, babies. Hi, Callan. Hi, Willow. Hi, Ellie. I miss you. We have a little family. Got oh, married wow. young. And <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I don't know if that's her daddy or if that's her husband. There's a whole lot of weird Mormon shit going on here. That that guy looks like, look, she looks like a young 25. She she does look like 17. That man looks like he's 62. He looks like he was in the wonderful world of the whites. <laughs> They're living that life now. I am definitely grateful to be able to get to stay home with my kids pretty much full time. But when it comes to like pursuing music and stuff, 
This is all brand new. <laughs> like the past six months is the first time in my life that I've given myself a minute for me. And I've decided like, you know what, enough people have told me like, you gotta do something with your voice. Oh man, I'm gonna start crying, I miss my kids. <laughs> okay, I gotta go now, I'm gonna go sing. I'll see you guys later, wish me luck. I wanna know what Katy Perry said. You've been on the table so too much. how did you get from mom to music? Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not really dude. a musician. I just called Lionel Richie, dude. No, sir, no, no, it's all right. sir, no, I'm not gonna. No, okay. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I like to go to karaoke like with my friends, and I did like a little bit of like I, church I, choir. And is and this then your now, dream? We, um, is it now? Uh, if it's not your dream, you, you might need to leave because there's a lot of dreams behind you. Right. Literally, I'm still processing. I can't even like answer. Like this is so much. Uh, let's hear All this. All right, well, let's, why don't you freak us out, Freaky Friday? The cherry bomb. What are you gonna sing for us? I was supposed to sing Benny and the Jets, but then my voice is, so now I'm gonna sing You Know I'm No Good by Amy Winehouse, and I hope it goes okay. Okay, give it to us. <laughs> okay. Meet you downstairs in the bar and heard your rolled up Oh, wow, she's from Roseville, California. What did you do with him today? And sniff me out like I was Tanqueray. No, I don't think she's that good a singer. And by the way, if people are upset at Katy Perry for saying, you've been on the table too much, that's what shamed this girl into quitting? No, no, no. See, see I wanted to be anti-Katy Perry there. I really wanted to be anti Katy Perry. Okay, look, look, you're 25 and you got three kids. Maybe you've been fucking too much. Sarah announced her decision. Um, what did she say? She says, uh, for the second round of singing, Sarah performed Police's Roxanne after singing, um, this opportunity is really rad, but this is actually going to be my last performance because my heart's at home, so I'm going to get home to my babies. They kind of need me. All right. Well, by the way, what Katy Perry said about you've been on your back maybe a little bit too much, you've been laying down too much, she's right. You got three kids. You're 25. Your husband looks like, looks like the elder of a church. Katie's penance is motorboating me. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's funny that this story happened yesterday because Braddy Kid and I were talking about Katy Perry. Katy Perry is kind of like the this generation's Christina Aguilera. Look, we, we have batshit crazy Britney Spears who's making dancing videos every fucking day and just losing her mind anymore. Then you got Christina Aguilera who ate herself out of pop hood. Then you got dumbass Jessica Simpson, who was just too dumb to fucking keep the singing career going. Then we had a new round of gals come through, and we got, we, we got Katy Perry, who made a horrible mistake in marrying jo Russell Brand. Oh, I'm Russell Brand. Oh, I'm British. Now, I can, uh, now I'm relatable. And then she got with Orlando Bloom, who, by the way, doesn't seem to be making many movies anymore. And a lot of people are talking that Katy Perry's been kind of a bitch on American Idol, and this is probably her last season. 
Now, mind you, she's probably taking anywhere between 15 and $25 million home a season from American Idol. Which means she ain't hurting for money. But what does Katy Perry do when American Idol ends? Does Katy Perry go back to being a pop star? I mean, because she's no longer the the super hot Katy Perry that she once was. Now we got got mom Jean Katy Perry. And and do you want to hear mom Jean Katy Perry singing this? Got a little fanny pack on while dancing around the stage. I kissed a soccer coach and I liked it. I mean, I mean, does does she try to 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 resume her career? Please don't go country. Please don't do that. Orlando Bloom has a show on Prime called Carnival Row, and it's really good. Okay, so he's working. He doesn't want to be home with her. Um, like, like, where does Katy Perry end up? Just It's just one of those interesting questions that I had in my head because, you know, she was so locked into being a, a, a pop diva. She's no longer pop diva-esque. Like, she ain't got the chops that Mariah has, so Mariah's going to stick around. She's not as fucked up as Madonna, and Madonna's just around because she's all fucked up. Might this be the end that we see Katy Perry? That that would be okay with me. I'd be all right with that. But there you go. So this gal left American Idol because she had to get home to her babies. You weren't going to win anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'll just tell you that right now. And, and if you're listening in Roseville right now and you, you happen to be a fan of the show, I, I, I'm sorry that I'm making fun of your old-looking husband. <laughs> I really am. That guy kind of caught me off guard. I thought that was grandpa. But uh but hey, hey, good for you to try. Good for you to get through. Positive, big thumbs up to you there, but you weren't gonna win. Just to let you know, you weren't gonna win. And and, and I would say the same to you if you went into like, you know, a, a a convenience store and you bought a lottery ticket, I'd go, you aren't gonna win. That girl ain't gonna win. By the way, Arnie, we must kill the comeback of the fanny pack. No, I'm sorry. It's too late. You'll never, ever see me wear a fanny pack. Now, now, now wait. Hold on a second. Here. We got to get into this real thing here. What's the deal with guys carrying purses and shit now? Look, th- th- this, this androgynous shit's got to go. Okay? I'm, I'm, no. Watching wrestling. And, and, of course, Puerto Rican superstar Bad Bunny. I still don't know what he sings. He was greeting Rey Mysterio last night in the locker room. He was going to have a chit-chat with him. Chin-waggle, if you will. And he walks in, and he's got, like, a purse. He got a purse. Man, you don't need purses. You got pockets. My fanny pack is packing a 9 millimeter, so suck it. Now, see, if it's got that in there, then I'm like, all right, well, maybe. But still, you'd look cooler with a holster on. Like one of them, one of them arm holsters, one of them, one of them ones you slide over your arms and the guns in your underarm area. You look like Dirty Harry. 
That's far more intimidating than a fanny pack. Like, like if I were carrying a fanny pack around and I looked intimidating, I'm just going to have candy in there. That's all that's going to be in there is M&M's, maybe Raisinets if I'm feeling frisky. Probably a napkin to wipe my face. But, yeah, that's what's going to be in my fanny pack is snacks. Maybe a Hot Pocket. I don't know because I don't wear fanny packs, nor will I ever. Uh, A trend that needs to die is young girls wearing jeans up to their tits. I just don't get it. Here's the fashion trend that needs to die. Young girls doing anything because young girls look stupid when they dress. Like, I, I remember when we used to quote-unquote joke about this on the air. The best time of year to go to school for young guys, I'm going to tell you right now, you young fellas out there, 18 and younger, best time to go to the mall, back to school shopping. Yep, oh, giggity, giggity. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you, back to school shopping, pure pornography. You got all the hot moms in there with their hot daughters and they're shopping. Probably not wearing a lot of clothes to begin with. But see, then all of a sudden, bad things start start, start to happen. And, and I'm going I'm to tell you about something I've seen, and I continue to see it, and I don't want to see it anymore. Now, I, I'm not going to call you fat, but you, you girls that have a little bit of a what do y'all like to call it? A muffin top. Well, let's say this is a big old muffin top. This is kind of like a mushroom top. Um, y'all don't need to wear belly shirts. Okay? Well, you, you just don't need to. You you might think they look cute at, at the store and go, oh, my gosh, I could so pull this. The, the answer is no, you can't pull it off. It's like fat guys wearing tight clothes. Fat guys? Guys like me, this new trend in the world is wearing these suits that are, like, super tight. I watched the uh, the uh, the Samuel Clements, what's his name? Mark Twain. The Mark Twain Award for uh, Adam Sandler the other night. It was on, uh, they, they televised it, and I watched it. And Conan O'Brien came out. And Conan O'Brien had this really, really fucking tight suit on. I mean, it didn't even look like it fit his arms. It was that tight. Fat guys, you don't need to wear stuff that looks like that because most of your stuff already looks like that naturally. Believe me, I know. So fat guys, stay away from tight clothing. Fat girls, anything that that, that, that shows midriff, bad idea. I give it a thumbs down. Fat girls need to wear sad clothes. No, fat girls, don't, look, look, there's plenty of ways to hide it. Hey, hey, fat girls, yeah, look, look here. Fat girls, there's something out there that's been invented, and it's making a comeback right now. I'm just going to tell you right now what it is. They're called overalls. You can hide a lot in overalls. Let's see. Or apron belly. What, what's this? Everything you know about panis stomach or apron belly. Um, what causes it? Obesity. Weight loss, pregnancy, support bands. Well, show me a picture of it to where I know. Is this what I'm talking about? 
when excess skin and fat begin to hang down from the abdomen and it can occur during pregnancy and weight loss. Well, that's all that loose skin. That's loose skin. You got you, you to take care of that. You got to, like, wrap that up. You, this is why you, you always try to save. You always try to save them, 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 them ties that you get with uh, bread. See, so you can, you can put enough of those together, and then you just tie up your loose skin with that. Works like a charm. Somebody's going to try that shit today. Uh, Mom, do we have any bread ties? Do we have any extra ones? Uh, I was listening to a podcast, and the guy said that I can hide loose skin with that. Fat people in general should be uh, uh, should just be socially aware of what they're wearing. Uh, agreed. My style is pretty easy. I wear loose T-shirts and shorts and sandals and a hat and sunglasses. The only parts of my body that are showing off are what we call the money makers. My big forearms, because I got tattoos on them. And I masturbated a lot as a kid. And my calves. Why my calves? Well, because I got to carry around all this weight all day. I got some pretty big calves. So I, and of course the face, because I'm beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what I'm showing off. I ain't going to show off nothing else. You don't get any shoulder. You don't get any, you don't get any lower back. Get what you get. There's a new cookbook out for when you're drunk, created by firefighters. Shocking. Drunk food you've cooked. Um, let's see. Uh, the first one they have crafted is a chug it sandwich. It's a chicken nugget sandwich. They heat it up, chicken nuggets in the microwave, put it on bread with some lettuce. Bam! Chicken sandwich. Now, I've done this. Now, I wasn't necessarily drunk when I did this. But, yeah, killing me with arms and calves. Well, I, my forearms are pretty fucking delicious, and so are my calves. Now, I know that we've all made crazy shit when we were fucked up. I will tell you about one thing that I made once when I was really, really high. And it's still, it, I haven't made it in a long time because I got McDonald's right up the street. But I used to like to make a fish stick sandwich. Now, what I'd do is I'd get some, some of the Gorton's fishermen, get like four or five fish sticks, cover the, the white bread, because you got to have white bread, cover the white bread with tartar sauce, put the fish sticks on there, slab of American cheese, boom, bun on top with more tartar sauce, bang, fish stick sandwich. Try it out sometime. Mm-hmm. Good stuff right there. Not to mention the the countless, you know, versions of the fried bologna sandwich I've made over the years. We got fried bologna on toast. We have a grilled cheese fried bologna. We have a grilled cheese fried bologna with egg. Drunk recipes and, and recipes you make when you're like really, really hungry and you, you those are the best ones. I have found a recipe that my mom used to make for me all the time, and I've been making it here uh, a couple weeks. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. 
macaroni and cheese with tuna in there. You make your macaroni and cheese. You make your craft macaroni and cheese. Take you a can of Starkiss, drain that some bitch, and then put it in there when you make the mac and cheese. That is what we call magnifique. That's all you need. Macaroni and cheese tuna. Now, if you want to go the other route, you want to go macaroni and cheese and hot dogs, well, you got to put some mustard in there because the mustard adds to it. I used to love fish sticks for tacos. They're great. Perfect. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Mac and cheese with chili, chili mac. I've had that. Not not bad. Um, The tacos one, this is what I like to do with tacos. We go out for barbecue, and I got some leftover ribs because I got too much brisket. Bring home the ribs, heat them up, pull them off the bone, strip them down a little bit, cut them up, put those in a taco. Put a little barbecue sauce in there, some cheese. Now we got rib meat tacos. Bam. You're welcome. Fish have sticks. Well, the hockey plane ones do. That's who, uh, you, you got to get those. Uh, a lot of those fish that they get fish sticks from are from Canada, eh? Because they all like to play hockey. I know. I'm fucking terrible. There you go. Any kind of, if, if you guys got any kind of recipes that, that you do, please send them in. Let me know what you guys like. Because, I, I mean, sometimes I'm a mad scientist in there. Um, and truly the stupidest story. I'm, I'm going to end the show with this. We might end a little early today. Uh, my stomach's kind of bothering me, too. Um I talked about this earlier, this everything now has to have a label on it that says trigger warning or this has this content in there and this has that content in there. It's pretty much a big, gigantic spoiler. Well, now, the fine folks, uh, uh, who's doing this? The publisher, Pan McMillan has decided that readers need to be warned. They need to be warned that there could be racist and stereotype depictions in the classic novel, Gone with the Wind. Margaret Mitchell's novel was set in Georgia during the Civil War. It was published in 1936. A movie was made about it where Clark Gable says, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. It was the dirtiest thing ever said in movies until one day on TV when, when, when June says, Ward, weren't you a little hard on the beaver last night? Truth. If you need to be warned that a book taking place during the Civil War in the South may have racist and stereotype depictions in there, um, I, 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 I just have w- one thing to say. Duh, 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 duh. 
I mean, doesn't doesn't like the 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 book synopsis on the back kind of give it away? Where where I would imagine it says, I've never read this, but uh, this book is a depiction in the 19th century uh, Civil War in in Confederate led Georgia. Are are you stupid to are are you so stupid that you can't figure out that they might be talking about slaves in there? When by the way, by the way, this movie was groundbreaking. Why was this movie groundbreaking? Not only did it say the word damn in it, but the first ever African American black woman won an Academy Award for that movie as Best Supporting Actress. Hanley Daniels, I believe is her name, she played a a slave in that movie and won the Academy Award for it. So instead of pointing out how great that is, how a movie about slavery... Instead, we're warning people that it could have depictions of slavery and bad things and racist connotations. <sighs> I, 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 not gay guys says history is so awkward. You know what it is? The world is so soft. The, this world is so soft. We are a charming world. That is all we are. And until we get more people that are willing not to be fucking stay puff soft that needed to go to the publisher and go, really? You need to put a trigger warning on this? And by the way, trigger warnings are gay. If you say, that movie didn't have a trigger warning for me. Do you have epilepsy? No? Okay, that's the only trigger warning I want to see in a movie. In case there's flashing lights. Fucking dumb. All right, that is going to do it for us today, as family. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, remember, uh, you got time to get letters in. All you got to do is write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Tuesday. And adios, everybody. Uh- She was storming through the house that day And I could tell she was leaving And I thought, oh, she'll be back Till she turned around and pointed at the wall and said That picture from our honeymoon That night in Frisco Bay Just give it away She said, give it away And that big four-poster king-size bed much love was made just give it away she said just give it away just give it away there ain't nothing in this house worth fighting over oh and we're both tired of fighting anyway so just give it away I tried to move on, but I found that each woman I held just reminded me of that day. Hmm. When that front door swung wide open, she flung her diamond ring, said, Give it away. 
just give it away And I said, now honey, don't you even want your half of everything She said, give it away, just give it away Just give it away Waiting to arrest him.